Hello, Malcolm here and welcome. Welcome to Quiet Time Coaching and this daily devotional podcast based on 1 Thessalonians. To quote from chapter 2 verse 12, they're aimed at encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Now, on to today's scripture. Today we're in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 2. Let's read it. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. What a lovely sentiment from Paul here. How that must have been so encouraging to the church in Thessalonica that he started maybe a year or so ago. They are out of sight, but they're not out of mind. And crucially, they're not out of his prayers. We thank God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers, continually mentioning you. I reckon the word all is significant here. Paul says he thanks God for all of you, not just for you. They'd have known that meant the church as a whole, but he says all. And perhaps that's to signify that those who are confused about the issues he's writing about and those who aren't, Perhaps the people that don't agree with one another, those in difficulty with each other, that he thanks God for every single one of them. And sometimes it's a bit easier to have that perspective when you're a little further away, slightly more detached from a situation. On occasion within families or church family groups or other parts of congregations, it can be hard to get on with one another consistently well because we have disagreements, so we hurt one another. But Paul reminds the Thessalonians that he thanks God for all of them. Not only does he remember all of them and thank God for them, but he continually mentions them in his prayers. Perhaps this is more important here in Thessalonica than for most congregations, because They're such a young church, and they've suffered a great deal in the early days of their faith. Just have a look through the letter and look for the clues as to that suffering. In fact, this letter as a whole appears to contain more personal assurance than most of Paul's letters, and perhaps that's for the same reason. They need to be reassured. They need to be reassured of God's love for them, that they are called and loved, and Paul talks about that later, but also that they are loved and remembered by Paul himself, the one who was there at the beginning of the congregation's life. I, the one who was there, thank God for all of you, continually mentioning you in my prayers. In fact, it is our prayers, so he's including Silas and Timothy, isn't he? That teamwork we talked about yesterday. So Paul takes... In fact, and if you look through the letter, he takes three chapters to reassure them. It's only five chapters long. He gets to practical issues in chapter four. Three-fifths of the letter is reassurance. Reassurance about God, reassurance about their own future, reassurance about his perspective, his attitude, his love for them. We always thank God for all of you. How are you doing at 
thanking God in prayer for all the people that God has brought into your life in your congregation, in your local congregation, your location, your family group, your family unit. Are you thanking God for all of them, even the difficult ones? It's a test of our faith. It's a test of our love. God loves all his children. I want to take some time today to pray for all of the people that God has put into your life in your local assembly. Thank you for listening today. It's my hope, to paraphrase chapter 1 verse 3, that your work will be produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For more notes, lessons and resources on these topics, go to my website, malcolmcox.org, and I'll finish with the last phrase of the letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Take care, and God bless. Thank you.